I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Emily Schramm, your meathead hippie podcaster. (laughs) Uh, Whether you're a meathead, whether you're a little hippie, maybe you're also a little both. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to call Wade in a second, and we're going to jump right into habits, routines, when you really are in the middle of like, I'm going to throw a tantrum, and how I think that that actually is beneficial to sticking with your goals like letting yourself throw tantrums appropriately, of course. Uh, All of that is going to be what we jump into. But I think the biggest thing I want to just quickly address before we do is this emphasis on making sure what we do is, number one, intentional. (laughs) Number two, do whatever you can to come from a good place or stay in a good place or see love before fear, whatever that means for you. Uh, And number three, recognize the limitations that you have and just be okay with it. There are so many good things happening, even in this really intense time. And if I focus on the intensity and the fucked upery, the fuckery of the madness, the injustice, or the lack of progress, because I'm not recognizing how much time it's going to take. Uh, I'm only hurting myself. And in turn, I'm not showing up for myself in the way I need to, so that I can show up for the people that I hope to inspire. And that's you, you know, my podcast listeners and the people in my Facebook group and the people who have followed me in various forms and ways. And it's been a trip. I mean, there's just nothing easy to say except it's been a trip. And I want to just share when I think about, (laughs) I just came off of August 8th and how much I love August 8th. Many of you know this. 808 obviously is so great. It's also my dad's birthday. Uh, But I think with 8, it's always been tied to me in this ongoing exploration and evolution and phases and death and rebirth without me even realizing it. So I've celebrated it for now 13 years and in various ways. Like it was significant for me because the number eight back in high school to seeing it in elevators and in the middle of me doing something terrifying, it would show up. Um, it was always my good omen of knowing I'm in the right place at the right time and learning how to trust that. You know, sometimes we need numbers to remind us of that because we feel like it's too, if it's too intangible, right? It's kind of like working out without results. You need some sort of concrete evidence. And the number eight was that for me and is that for me. So on 808, I went to Joshua Tree area, Yucca Valley, and it was just so beautiful. I, you know, it was just exactly what I wanted it to be and learning how to just receive, you know, that's what we're doing. We're balancing how much we give, how aligned can we be with our giving so that it's not so draining. And then do we open up time and space and channels for us to receive? And so I just totally received and it was amazing. And, you know, one of the I just have to share this before we get in because 
you might enjoy this, but I always, before a trip, you know, I'm just so strongly tied to the word intention. Like what's my purpose of doing this, especially now more than ever. What's my purpose of, you know, sharing this, posting this, writing this. What's my purpose of addressing this? We all have an intention, whether we admit it or not, right? There's always a purpose. We just sometimes recognize it and sometimes we don't. And if we don't recognize it, that's really dangerous because it allows us to be, um, it allows us to trample. It allows us to step too firmly on ground that might not be ours. And so when we dig into the intention of what we do on a day-to-day level, um, our actions, our reactions, you know, the simplest, smallest things, we can learn so much about ourselves for the big things. And when I look at the intention of this trip, it was like, okay, I could of course say it's eight oh eight, but then that's kind of like all these events and birthdays or new year's Eve is the best example. Like new year's Eve is like, you have to celebrate expectations. I've never had a good new year's Eve. You guys, I have uh, last year was my first new year's Eve. Cause it was the first time I was like, I have no expectations. I finally give up. <laughs> And it was the best. It was so the best. Um, And that was so fun. It's just all full circle. But that's totally what the last chapter of my book is, or the last line in my book. Create without expecting anything. Just be without expecting. That's what we all are trying to do, right? Get rid of attachments. And so sometimes if we don't have an intention of what we're doing something for, we are going to hype it up into such a big thing that's going to maybe change everything or it's going to be incredible. It's going to And then it, since it doesn't move us completely in the way we thought, like I feel like everyone's being let down by everyone. I don't know how else to explain it. Like almost this like looking, we're so desperate to find answers that we're looking for it very strongly in anything and everything. And then we, we have, you know, kind of like, oh, well, that didn't fix it because nothing can fix it, right? It's like nothing nothing is going to fix it. This is the whole point. It's literally tiny little things that you can do in that day, in that moment, that's going to fix it. It's not some big, massive, um, you know, that's it, it, it is something that we make it. So when I take any trip or do anything, I have intentions for it. And sometimes I know the intention. It just drops in. And sometimes I don't know. And Or sometimes I'm like, let's just ask. And Will it come through at the beginning or at the end? I don't know, but it was very clear I needed to pull cards before I went on this trip for 808, the Lions Portal. And I got the bison, which is Bradford, (laughs) and the lizard. And I was like, huh, okay, the lizard. That's cool. I don't really get the lizard ever. And it's creative and, you know, kind of lots of different interpretations and I just read and I watch and I try to study the lizard. Like how much information can I learn so that I feel like I know what that animal is trying to teach me. Um, but I couldn't really land on anything. And so I woke up early on 808, 6am, got in the hot tub, watched the sunrise, meditated, moved, uh, did a couple moves from Andrea's yoga class that I've learned over the last few months. Um, danced, just got weird, got wild, got naked, just had the best time. Bradford still passed out. <laughs> he's just, he's working so much. So it's totally cool. Um, 
just enjoying it, you know, my little ritual. And at 8.08, I'm sitting there and I had seen this lizard was there before 8.08 on a rock, maybe 15 feet away. And I saw it and it had no tail and it was so beautiful because it was like a mini black dragon dinosaur. You can see all the scales. It's like iridescent black and it has no tail. It's like definitely gotten its tail chewed off and it's regenerating. It's regrowing because lizards can do that. It's fucking nuts. They're very, very similar to snakes, which is the tattoo I have is a snake in in an eight on my rib cage, which is my evolution. Let's get out of the skin into the next, out of the skin into the next. It's unlimited. It never ends. And we can't get too comfortable in the skin we're in, (laughs) which is maddening, but also incredible when we finally tap into, because it means, again, you are your own limiting factor, which we know, but we don't like to admit because we like our skin. (laughs) um, So this lizard sitting there and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. This lizard is the card I pulled and it's 808 and he's sitting with me. And I'm like, oh God, I need tangible evidence universe. And I'm like, okay, what is this trying to teach me? What are you trying to teach me, lizard? If you are really here for me, (laughs) if this isn't in my head, please come closer. And this fucking lizard, I sorry for my cursing. This lizard came up to me. I'm not even kidding you. It came up to me and it looked at me. It turned its head and looked at me and it was like, it said, hello, I'm here. And then it goes boop, boop and went one, one rock away. And we sat there and I was like, what, what, you know, looking around like what? (laughs) That was so cool. I, I made a lizard buddy friend. And then of course I'm like, okay, that was all in my head. Not like I made it up, but like, that was just a coincidence. One more time. And he came over again. It was just so wild. Just so perfect. We have, we just take so long to trust. And it was just so beautiful because it was like as many times as it takes him, as many times as it takes, it's there for you when you're ready for it. And then when you're ready for it and it's there, that's the beauty. You know, it's worth everything. It's worth, I don't even know why I'm so emotional, but I guess I'm emotional because I think all of us are ready and hearing, but not quite willing to really do the work. I don't know how else to explain it. It's like this final piece of understanding the self-sabotage, the self acceptance that does not exist and the self neglect that comes from us just staying stuck in our head instead of asking and getting to the point where you can trust, you can trust yourself. You can trust, um, the people around you. You can get into the place that you know you deserve. And there's good days, which we'll talk about and bad days, which we'll talk about in this podcast. But I just felt like that was the most beautiful thing. And there's so many things that have come from this lizard. (laughs) Like, um, there's just so many more lessons of this lizard that I'm still learning and like what this tail without it. So, you know, you can dig into certain analogies of salamanders eating their own tails as a representation of infinity and this constant regeneration. And that's exactly what I'm in 
we're all in, but I'm in physically, but also through the business world, my own, you know, products and services. I, you know, I said nine months ago, I, I want to change everything. And so when you ask for everything to change, don't expect it to be like, you know, perfect and quick. It's, it's the process that I have fallen in love with. And I'm so enjoying it this time around, you know, it's just so cool to finally create without expecting anything, but the best for who is participating in it and seeing the joy, um, seeing it come together, seeing the people that are just angels falling out of the sky. (laughs) I'm just so lucky. (laughs) I feel like I have to cry because I want to make sure you know that I don't always have my shit together. And I cry every day. (laughs) But I also want you to know that I get up every day and I listen to myself and I have certain things that I do to make sure that I'm okay. And it's working out totally fine. (laughs) It's working out really well. It feels messy. It feels hard. It feels challenging. But if you're feeling something and you are trying something and you are exploring something and you're being kind to yourself and others along the way, then you're doing a great job. You're doing a really great job. (laughs) Just stop forgetting that, you know, stop forgetting how much is happening, even though it's, we have to normalize it to some extent to get our feet under us and feel grounded. Um, we have to recognize how, how much we've gone through in so long or in such a short amount of time in so little. Okay. So let me just get into this. This is a God. Um, this is a almost the intro is almost as long as the next piece. This is Wade and I talking about, um, habits, mindset, getting into the place that's really dark, letting yourself feel it and getting up, uh, getting up again and just doing it again in the way that feels right for you. I hope it lands. I hope it helps. It's definitely something that's happening for both of us. This is all a part of Platform Virtual. So this is our in-between program before our new website goes live. And it's just a really great way to get live workouts and to get some text support, just meditations, yoga, all of that stuff that's going to help getting our feet under us. Okay, thank you for being here. I'll see you guys next week, I think. Hey, Emily. How are, How are you? you? I'm so good. I'm so good. Much Thanks better than you. Hey, <laughs> I just wanted to check in, see how you were doing, you know? some. Oh, how am I doing? How am I doing? Oh, I'm actually doing really well. The weather's really nice in LA. How are you? The weather's nice here. I'm doing good. I, I had a struggle yesterday, so like... I'm feeling back to aces, back to my <laughs> well, normal self. What was your struggle? Obviously, we recognize your struggle on the live workout if you were there. But <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for it uh, today to make sure. Like I was oh. like, I'm so sorry. It's okay, Wade. That stuff happens. Being yeah. a couple minutes late. I told him I made you do burpees. Yeah, I hate burpees. <laughs> they remind me of like college wrestling. 
Um, well, we have so much good stuff to get into that I can't wait to share. Uh, so just a quick update. I'm Emily. This is Wade. We are doing a Meathead Hippie podcast, answering questions that are coming in real time for our new platform virtual launch. Um, this is a very fun new project for us, but it's also kind of this in-between as we build out this new beautiful website and we also figure out how to operate the gym during COVID, but it has been amazing so far. And so we're just so excited and we really think that these daily habits and routines, um, we have to pick little ones to choose from and that's what we're going to try to guide you through during this crazy time as we're learning it ourselves. Uh, so Wave, yeah. How did I do? Was that okay? What was that about? What did? How did that sound? Was that okay? I thought it was so good. I mean, it's the truth, right? Like it's uh, it's navigating a ship through um, <laughs> treacherous waters. I mean, we're just in it. We're just all in it. Um, so there's lots of things happening, and I'm I'm trying to get this document. We have all of these amazing things to respond to. So while I figure this out, Wade, why don't we, um, why don't we kind of recap your, when I think of what we have really started nailing down in the last podcast is the three things that we get in our own way with and really making sure we're taking care of our mind. So I would love a real life example of kind of you are training for this 43 mile race Things are crazy. You're, yeah. we're, you know, so you're having real time struggle. Do you mind if you kind of like just share that and like get into the weeds a little bit about what you're going through? I think it might be really helpful. Yeah, for sure. I'll be vulnerable. Uh, Me too. I'll, I'll be next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I. if you guys have listened before, if you follow along, I'm doing a 43 mile race right? Uh, all trail, all through the mountains. This race has 9,000 feet of elevation throughout the 43 miles. It's all in uh, Gunnison, so where Crested Butte is. Um, that being said, I've never ran before. I'm not a runner. I was a collegiate athlete back in the day. I was a wrestler, and I was like a meathead, like total like meathead bodybuilder type guy. Then I was like a full-fledged yogi. Then I did some CrossFit a little bit, but I was never super into it. Then I got into that was like, all my fault. <laughs> then I got did some like heavy powerlifting. I've done pretty much anything as far as like physical fitness like realm you can do, but running has never been one of them. So people mm -hmm. are like, "Oh, well, how long did you run before this?" And I was like, "Not at all. I didn't run at all." Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but I, you know, my good friends are pretty into running and I did the X terror race last year, which is like an off-road try. Uh, but that's like much shorter, 800 meter swim, 12 mile bike, uh, three and a half mile run. This is 43 miles. So we have like long training runs and they've been going pretty good. You know, I've been doing pretty solid with them and they just build up over every week. It's all programmed just like our lifting is, right? Um, and this weekend was 25 miles. And I was like, oh, that's nothing. So I kind of, one, I just made a mistake of like, I was a little cocky. 
Like, I'm just like, oh, I got this. No problem. I mean, I had a couple uh, adult beverages the night before. Shouldn't have done, you know. I, like, maybe under eight. A lot of times I'll fast before I run. And anyways, I get on this run. I'm feeling just super. Feeling great. Cocky as ever. And I'm crushing. And I get to about mile 16. And I'm now almost out of water. I didn't bring enough water. I didn't really eat breakfast because I typically fast, but I don't typically run 25 miles. So fasting was probably not a great idea. Um, I had food on me, but I didn't really even want to eat. And I just slowly started to, my body was hurting, yes, but then my mind just started going to the worst places possible. And it was like, I mean, it was bad. Like I was... I just wanted to, I wanted to quit. You can't, you're out in the middle of nowhere. There's, we, this trail was like an unmanicured trail. There was, we only saw two people on it the entire 25 miles. So there wasn't like, nobody can come help you out. Nobody can bring anything to you, which freaks you out even more, right? Cause then you start getting scared. You feel bad for the other two people that are out there with you. In my mind, I'm like, why the fuck did I sign up for this? Why did I why did I think that this was a good idea? I can't do this. I just I mean I started freaking out. Like I did, but I just tried to stay calm throughout mm-hmm. it. And you know, um Leif, who is my running coach and a good friend, is like the most positive, upbeat human ever. And he's trying to he's like he's like, You got this, you're fine, you're doing great, stay positive, think about the end and all this and I'm just like no like I can't like I can I could not put myself in a positive mental state and I was so mad and disappointed in myself and I felt like I was letting them down and this is only 25 miles and the race is fucking 43 miles so I'm like I've been training since February, very diligent, like Mm -hmm. four days a week. I was like, and I'm like, I can't even do 25 miles. How am I going to do this race? I just fell apart. (laughs) I mean, I did. And I mean, I got through it. I obviously I'm here. I, I ran, I finished it. I didn't run. I walked the last like eight miles. Um, Well, what you just said is so important to address is like, you know, it's so much easier to be preventative, right? It's hard to be preventative, but it is so much easier to be preventative in the sense that once you are in that darkest of spots, the work to get out of it is 80 times harder than the work to get in it, right? So it's like you, we do all these things. We care so much about these little tiny habits and routines and um, the boxes that we have to understand are for us in the time that we're in, in the life that we're living in this month, right? This month, this is what I'm going to focus on. We have to put those upon us to prevent those darkness days from happening more often, but they still are going to happen. And it, it really is this acceptance of like, I don't know. I think we so often assume they'll go away completely and they just don't at any level. They just don't. And you, I know you're going to say this, so I'm going to say it for you. What 
your what Richard says, Mr. Richard, your dad. <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, he's like the only or the most important days you show up for practice are the days you don't want to. And I think that goes for so many different things of like the whole point of going on a fitness journey or, or a nutrition challenge or anything. It's just because you need to prove it to yourself that you can do it. Right. And then you have the really shitty days and then you get up and you have resilience to do your next run. You know, you're, you're not gonna, you might like kind of like, Oh, that sucked for 48 hours max. And then you're back to it. You know, you never let yourself sulk longer than that, but you do allow yourself to sulk if, if it's needed in that time, it's okay to yeah. be like, I'm going to have a effing tramp. I'm going to do a tantrum right now. I am doing an adult tantrum or any sort of like, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. Like you almost fully commit to it have no guilt about it, but then it allows you to bounce back that much faster. So like have the tantrum, but like, you know, within 48 hours, don't miss twice. Let's go. We got to get, we got to recover. And I, I mean, I said that quote in class today, so it's funny that you <laughs> said that you brought that up, but I mean, like going back to like what you said, like once you get in that state, it is so freaking hard to get out of it. It's so mm-hmm. hard. And I like, and I knew I shouldn't be there and I knew like I was trying to paint, but I like, I didn't see a positive light out. Like right. no matter how much like self-talk I tried to do or, you know, or, uh, even switch to like the David Goggins, like kill the, kill the inner bitch, you know, or whatever. Like that mm-hmm. wasn't like, normally I'm like, yeah, I got this. Like I'm not weak, but there was no, I could not find it. And mm-hmm. it's like, to your point, like just getting back on, like the next day I had to run again, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and even through that, when that point of darkness, I was like, how am I going to fucking run tomorrow? I was like, mm-hmm. how am I going to run tomorrow? Mm-hmm. But then you do, you just start putting one foot in front of the other. It's I think it, your point about like not allowing that wall there is everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything. I mean, we've said this. From the beginning, if you're working on nutrition or whatever it is, like you're gonna, it's not when you fall off, you're gonna fall off. Mm -hmm. It's getting immediately right back on. Totally. Well, and it's also, I believe, you know, when I think of, oh, when I think of the ability to allow ourselves to feel, and I think I'm gonna talk about this in more detail in a Facebook Live or something because it's like, when I talk about meditation or yoga, I don't even really have like a defined, like that's, if we define it, that's a doing, right? So this is more of like, do we provide space for ourselves to just feel whatever we want to feel without guilt? That is what those containers allow. So whether you call it meditation or yoga or sitting on your back porch or, you know, dancing, whatever it is, it's allowing yourself to just have full uncontrol of your feelings because we are living in such a controlled world. So when I think of the feeling that you had, and this is what I just, I want to reframe it for people because I think the best gift that we have for the personalities that might experience what you experienced, which I am one of those personalities, you know, it's like, if I wouldn't feel the full weight of this in this moment, you know, and really either throw the tantrum or kind of understand that, I'm letting myself down and feeling these feelings and getting pissed and getting angry and then being able to reflect on that. If I wouldn't allow myself to feel that, 
I'm going to live in the middle of neither amazing nor shitty for the rest of my life, right? Like the, this, the, the middle that's not healthy, the middle that's average, which none of us are average. So, so when we have those, it's like, for me, I used to feel so much and then feel bad about feeling so much, you know, feeling so disappointed, feeling so like, God, I really let myself down or I'm letting someone else down. I started to reframe it as like, okay, as long as I'm not going to do damage around the people around me while I'm feeling this, I need to feel it. I need to still think it. And then I need to say, okay, why am I feeling all those things? And is it something that was just, I don't need to overthink and I need to just try tomorrow and see what happens. And usually that's the case, right? It's usually just like, man, something happened to Mars up there and that's what's happening. You know, it's usually you could, that's why I love astrology for tools like that, where you're like, Oh, it isn't just me, but I do it. There also is sometimes. And when I'm looking at these, you know, all the feedback that we're going to get into for our members, it's just this recognition of like how much we're expecting ourselves right now to be perfect at. And that is where if we continually fail, if we continually disappoint ourselves more than one run, right? If you did that every run, then of course you're not going to want to (laughs) run. Why would you want to train? Right. So, you know, if it was a one time, man, I know that like that was the darkest day I've had. I went through it. I keep, I continue. But if I continue to have these dark days that I am expecting way too much of myself, the program is wrong. The, the habits that I choose to pick to focus on, it's too, too plenty. I have way too many expectations. And that's what I really want to dig into today with this like kind of mindset theme that we're going with for the podcast and for our members. Like we all need that conversation, you know? And it's like, um, twofold. I was thinking like one, it's, you turn that into a positive, like my experience into a positive experience. Mm -hmm. Like after, afterwards I was talking to Leif and I was like, you know, I was, I'm looking at this now as a, that was a, a run for my mind. Some of them are for my body and some are for my mind. And that was a test of my mental fortitude, right? So then it becomes a, a takeaway. I become stronger from it and it becomes mm-hmm. like a value add. And so it's like not, not thinking that that's never going to happen or whatever, but it's like turning that perspective into that that was a benefit, right? Mm-hmm. And I think also with what you were saying as far as like sitting with it and working through it, as long as it's not affecting anyone, is without that, you have no real resolve around it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to come back or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's going to come back full full force. Or in a different way and then it feels like it's a different thing, but it's all the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. (laughs) because <laughs> it really is. It's always the same. Um, okay, so let's get in. So some of you guys know what's going on. Some of you don't. Let me quickly explain. Wade and I um, own Platform Strength in Denver. And when it closed down, we were like, what do we do? <laughs> so it was just perfect to combine all the programs we've done for the 21-day challenges, for the six-week programs that we've done on strength programs for the last 
God, wait, it's been eight years, I think, since I've been doing this. Maybe nine, actually. We just hit nine. So lots of things happening in the online space. But can we put it all together? And although we're still working on the home base and the member login and making it as effortless and beautiful as possible, um, we are so stoked to have so many of you members jump in with us and support us in this endeavor of platform and bringing all the things that we care about, fitness, nutrition, mindset, and the woo, um, all in one place. So this is, uh, in response to our trainer text that went out, Wade, about us making sure that we are helping them with kind of the obstacles, goals, mindset, all the stuff that we addressed last podcast. Um, so I think the first thing is as I go through this, it's really just observations. I'm not going to name names. I just love this cause this is so real time of like Wade and I, coaching in person and our thoughts on this, but I know there's so many layers to all of them. So I'm just excited to see where this goes. It is our first time doing this. So we just are so stoked for everyone who did reply and gave us so much great stuff to talk about. Um, the first one is really this kind of representation of not doing goals, but doing habits. So First off, this you're nailing it. I think we all, like Atomic Habits, James Clear's podcast that he did with me and his plethora of information is so good about habit forming. Um, I will say this, though, is that we all have to find our own threshold of habits that we can tolerate right now. And I think that's a discovery phase. So that's my most important point right now, starting off, is like, Someone, someone might be able to do 10 different habits and do it every single day and crush it. I am not that person. <laughs> I am not that person at all. And I hate habits. I hate routines. I do like rituals and some more consistent, you know, I have to like name it ritual. So it sounds fancy and, and I'm okay with it. Right. It's like such a, it makes so it more woo. Up. Yeah, it's just like, you know, little things that make it a little bit more toler tolerable. But the routine is, even in a tiny bit, is the most important thing in the world right now. When we think of where we're at, the pandemic we're in, the lack of control, we have to start to take control of certain areas of our life. So it depends on you if that's one thing or if that's 10 things. But the easiest way to know is if you feel like you're constantly failing, you have too many. If you feel like you are crushing it, maybe try adding one more without overwhelming yourself, right? If you've been able to do the same habit for 45 days, right, you can, you can try to add one more on. But if you really struggle with one, then just stick with one. We're just going to do one, right? So learning your own threshold, I think, is the most important. All right, that's it for you guys. Uh, shout out to Wade for jumping in. We have lots more, but we're going to save that for our members and their specific questions, um, really dig into them. And so thank you members for sending all of this great stuff and giving us so much to address and work on because we all need it. If you're a member or not, if you're interested in our membership, it's brand new. It's this month, one time $29 cause we're still making everything, <laughs> but it's pretty rad. It's uh, live workouts. It's a at home strength program. It is text, whatever you want, yoga, meditations, little mindset tips, and then obviously feedback from us. So we have office hours, live 
meetups, etc., to keep you guys plugged in and keep you accountable. So stoked to be doing this and putting all the things together. And thank you guys for being here. Mm-hmm.